It's now time for your Election Crimes Bulletin with Greg Pallast. And this is Dennis Bernstein with Greg Pallast. Uh, we do the Election Crimes Bulletin just about every week with Greg Pallast because we are in a battle to protect your vote. And, you know, Greg, uh, Trump says he's saying that uh, they're going to come get him Tuesday. I don't know. They're going to come get him soon, though. He's going to have to face some charges. There's also going to be a whole bunch of delays. So we'll talk about that. But what's really going to happen here? Is there going to be an election or is there going to be an, a, a trial? Uh, and uh, uh, will he be able to uh, wiggle around given now that we see this little problem with venue? Oh, yeah. So right now, Donald Trump has received a target letter from the Justice Department. That's what happens when you're about to get indicted. This would be regarding specifically regarding the uh, withholding documents. The, the ultimate nail in the coffin, I think what really moved uh, Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, to take action, was getting a recording from one of Trump's lawyers in which Trump admitted very specifically that he had a classified document, not just any classified document, but the plans, the secret plans for invading Iran if the president chose to. That's serious stuff, and here's the problem. They can't find it. Tr- apparently, Trump and his lawyers can't Some, you know, someone literally left somewhere the plans for the U.S. plans for invading Iran are floating around somewhere. This is, <laughs> now it, it is. So what's happened is the stakes have, it's gone from just paper shuffling, and oh, should he have taken box of papers? Now it's getting real, real serious especially when you can't find a document. Obviously, there's suspicion he sold this off or did something with that document for his benefit. I mean, it's not something you just kind of leave, you know, leave around. It's, it's not junk mail. So this is serious stuff. The reason also what's very interesting is taking the case to a second grand jury in Florida. Um, that's probably because Jack Smith is more than aware of the clock, which is that if he gets too close to an election, he's going to have a judge say, I'm sorry, you can't have a criminal trial of a guy running who's the nominee of a, of a major party for president if he wins that nomination. So I think he's moved it to Florida to speed things along because the first thing that Trump's people are going to do is say um, the crime, if there was the alleged crime, was committed in Florida. Therefore, it really has to be in the location where the crime supposedly was committed. Unless you say that the crime was committed, of course, in D.C. when he took it out of the White House. But um, I think Smith is also worried that uh, Trump's lawyers will claim that a Washington, D.C. jury, in other words, a black jury, um, will, will hang him high and that he can only get a fair trial in Florida, which is pretty well split uh, Democratic-Republican. So I think that, that Smith is being strategic. He's looking at the clock. He knows what he's doing. He's a great prosecutor. Uh, obviously, Trump's, I don't think Trump's uh, lawyer's words made a difference to the, uh, to the Justice Department. I've seen it work before when um, the, the former attorney general was hired by the billionaires in, in Georgia to get, to get Southern Company out of an indictment. So sometimes that works. But in this case, I think Jack Smith was just like, yeah, 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 I've heard it. And the guy has done War crime trial. He's, didn't, he's heard didn't, it all. When they move in the in terms of the uh, trial of uh, O.J. Simpson, didn't mm-hmm. they move it to Simi Valley and end up with a different kind of decision? I mean, wasn't it very effective there? 
you know what? That's trivia. You stumped me. I don't remember where <laughs> had the okay. trial for. Uh, uh, we're gonna. I, I'm gonna find yeah. out. You know, I'm just thinking about yeah. that. Um, there was a whole but big there, thing. Yeah, they, anyway, venue is important. Look, I yeah. Venue, venue is important. important. It will be much more friendly in Florida, uh, but clearly there is a, a they do have a case in terms of venue, uh, and um, you could get tied up in that for a long time. Now, even if they they come get him on Tuesday, I don't know if they'll cuff him and uh, take his photograph. Uh, it's still going to take, I guess, a year or so to get to trial. The trial is going to happen maybe before, but I doubt it. It'll happen after the election. You you have a uh, what does that mean to the investigation? Well, I think that, that um, yeah, I think Smith's moving to Florida is because he has his eye on the calendar, and so he doesn't want to waste two months on arguments over where what the venue should be, and then if they move it, they got to start again. Uh, so I think he just wants to move quick on the trial. I suspect that looking at the calendar, I suspect he's going to do more rifle shot like the Iran invasion plans were withheld. It's missing. He shouldn't have taken them. He admitted he knew it was wrong. He might concentrate on that one document and make it a very, in an attempt to make it a very speedy trial instead of like having a discussion of, of 107 boxes of documents or something. You know, if he's strategic, he'll hit that one thing. And that's more than sufficient. The rest sounds like a kind of almost like a clerical fight. But when you're talking about losing the plans, knowing you had plans you shouldn't have for the invasion of Iran, that's just that. If he <laughs> concentrates on that, he can move it's quickly. It's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem. He's got a problem. Yeah. You're listening to Flashpoints on Pacifica Radio. Well, I know, Greg, that you are in mourning um, today for Pat Robertson, who passed away. He did live uh, to the ripe old age of 93. Um, he was... Well, he was a defunct reverend uh, who had a very interesting background and um, who wasn't right. afraid to expand his reach uh, all the way to Africa. Yes, so I did a massive investigation of the Reverend Pat Robertson, who, as you say, isn't actually a reverend. He was defrocked by the, uh, by the Southern Baptist Church, which takes quite a bit, by the way. So he was defrocked for his financial <laughs> shenanigans and for getting involved yeah. in politics when they didn't want that. Um, so he's not a reverend. Uh, and as you mentioned, Congo. So, for example, one of the things we discovered, I was, uh, did this investigation for The Guardian. And by the way, one way I got the investigation, I met with Pat Robertson, who weirdly was a fan of mine. And I, uh, seek, they were going to sue The Guardian over our report, except that they didn't realize I had actually secretly recorded the Reverend Pat or the ex-Reverend Pat admitting to several financial crimes. I got that on a tape recorder, which I had hidden at that time, only a, a teeny-weeny-weeny reel-to-reel tape recorder hidden in a cigarette lighter, though weirdly I forgot to bring my cigarettes, but I still got away with it. I don't smoke. Uh, so, but uh, one of the things he did, I was told, I said, uh, that he never prays unless TV cameras are on. There was one exception when he, um, when he actually prayed without a TV camera on. He would raised millions of dollars from his flock, from the 700 Club, which, by the way, stands for donating $700 a year. Hear that, KPFA donors? Uh, $700 a year. You're getting the 700 Club, and they used... They raised millions and millions of dollars to feed the poor people of Rwanda after the massacre. 
And uh, so Pat Robertson took these planes, which are oddly pretty heavy-duty planes, big planes, to Rwanda, dropped off uh, plane loads of food, cameras rolling. Then the planes took off, cameras not rolling, and they went to the Congo, where those heavy planes picked up heavy diamond mining equipment and went off to Pat Robertson's secret diamond mines. He owned diamond mines. And that's what he used the money for from the 700 Club. In addition, as you well know, for those who've seen my film, The Assassination of Hugo Chavez, the ex-Reverend Pat Robertson called for the assassination of Hugo Chavez. He said, we have commandos, let's take this guy out, he's sitting on our oil. Um, and what, why would he care so much about removing Hugo Chavez? And the answer was, Chavez refused to give Pat Robertson a gold mining concession in Venezuela. And, and the Greg, final... Greg, 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 <laughs> I have to interrupt, Greg. I think yeah. I'm getting a report, we need to check this, uh, that uh, Trump was indicted five minutes ago. Can we, can we follow that up? Uh, we're getting a message. I, I want to confirm that. Uh, but just not to let it go that the former president of the United States may have been indicted <laughs> for crimes. Yes, okay, that we... it, is, it, it is official. Uh, the, <laughs> I'm laughing. I don't know what I'm laughing about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really? Uh, the, the, president, the former president has indeed been officially indicted for um, obstruction of uh, the National Archives, and he will indeed have to appear in Tuesday in Miami at 3 p.m., Tuesday in uh, Miami at 3 p.m. Right, and uh, on Tuesday. So, so he was telling the to truth to his masses this time when he was. He said he called it Tuesday morning. He, he Tuesday called it. morning I, at nine o'clock. Oh my God! Yeah, so, so, <laughs> so um, and of course, Pat Robertson was a big fan of Donald Trump. Uh, for a man of God, uh, you know, um, he saw another uh, or man of Satan, depending on how you look at it. So he was a big supporter of Donald Trump. Uh, and, of course, Pat Robertson is where we get the phrase New World Order for George Bush Sr.'s New World Order creation that would replace the, the communist world order in the Cold War. It was Pat Robertson who, who did warn us that there was a cabal of bankers, Presbyterians, and the, uh, the Federal Reserve and the U.S. Senate Finance Committee who are um, taking their orders directly from Satan. Now, I should note that in that cabal, the U.S. Senate uh, Banking Committee, I should say, the chairman of that banking committee who helped create the Federal Reserve was Pat Robertson's father, who was a senator, chairman of the banking committee, helped create the Federal Reserve Board. So that's the weird story of father and, and son. Um, so Pat Robertson basically saw his father as Satan's commander on earth <laughs> i don't know why i'm laughing about it because we're all paid the price for the christian coalition including the christian coalition illegally backed george bush senior for president by used by sending out millions and millions of tens of millions of pieces of mail to to um, born again christians saying you have to vote for george herbert walker bush against uh, Michael Dukakis and then uh, against uh, I think uh, Ralph Reed actually brought Ralph Reed actually yes. bragged about delivering the 
new Republican uh, right wing, like virgin lumber to the Republican well, uh, Party or some quote like that. Yes, well, I have to say uh, he is absolutely correct. He deserves credit, if you want to call it credit, for recreating the Republican Party as uh, an adjunct of the Christian coalition and, and right. making born-again Christians supreme, basically kingmakers within the Republican Party. One thing I found out is that when, because that's illegal, or it was until the speech now, which is the uh, nonprofit equivalent of Citizens United saying nonprofits could do some some campaigning, but at the time it was illegal. Ralph Reed was asked to provide all the internal documents about their relationships with the Bush campaign, and I know from insiders, and Robertson never contradicted me on this, that he and Ralph Reed went through the, the, their file cabinets and basically ordered the shredding and burning of all incriminating papers. Wow. And when a, an employee said, what are you doing? These papers have been subpoenaed by the Department of Justice, Ralph Reed said, oh, just blow my brains out. We'll all go to jail. And so, you know, this is a criminal – the Christian coalition is a criminal enterprise. So mm -hmm. I have to say that I asked uh, Pat uh, – like I spent all day with him, <laughs> with my recorder. I did ask him if – because he did say that God asked him to run for president. And I said, with a, with a campaign manager like the Lord, how could you lose? <laughs> and he said, well, the Lord asked me to run for president, not to win. Out of that run, I created a mailing list of three million people. That became, by the way, illegally, because he used his campaign for it, illegally the Christian coalition grew out of his presidential campaign. And he says, now no Republican can run for dog catcher without the Christian coalition's approval. That's what he got. And that's what happened. So he may be gone, but the the – dead hand of the Christian right is running that party, and that was his goal. And so you could say the man was successful. And it's amazing. Those, those so-called believers, the, the real non-believers in this world who supported Trump, all those religious types, I mean, it really was yes. an extraordinary perversion of religion and real belief. And then, of course, well, the the ultimate kill is this is the is the end of separation of church and state which we're experiencing now wouldn't you say greg well actually that's why he's com he was completely successful their church and state are are no longer separated in fact we expect the courts now to specifically end any prohibitions on religious organizations politicking by the way for those who want to read the, f the full investigation the award winning investigation which was also in my book the best democracy money can buy go to gregpalace.com you can read the original docu uh, guardian investigation and i'm offering for free download the audiobook of the best democracy money can buy i think it's al franken who reads the chapter about about the reverend pat beautiful beautiful greg we got to get out of here now uh, again, we thank you for joining us. Good to have you when it appears that uh, the former president of the United States uh, has been indicted. We're going to find out more about that. We've got to confirm that. Greg, be safe. We'll talk to you soon. You got me. See you again, Dennis. Hey. Bye. See you soon. Great work, Greg. Thanks. You're listening to Flashpoints on Pacifica Radio.